Welcome to MRL Speaks, the premier podcast covering the contract design industries. Brought to you by My Resource Library. Welcome to MRL Speaks. I'm Samantha Gindy with My Resource Library. Today's podcast is sponsored by Borgo. I'm sitting here virtually with Lucas Bastiani with Borgo. Hi, Lucas. Thank you for sponsoring our interview. You're welcome. How are you doing today? Uh, I'll really good. Things are starting to get back to normal here after COVID-19, so I'm, I'm excited. <laughs> I'm happy. Good, good, good. Glad to, glad to hear people are starting to get back to normal and somewhat. <laughs> um, so we'll just dive right into it. So Borgo, can you give me the history of Borgo? Specifically, what does yeah. Borgo mean or stand for? Okay, so uh, my dad started the company back in 1984. So this is actually our, our 35th uh, anniversary. And um, when he started the company, it was with two other gentlemen and they were all from the same village. So Borgo in Italian means village. So they all came from the same Borgo in Italy and they, but they started the company here in, in Toronto. And now we're just, we're like, we're a manufacturer of predominantly seeding, a lot of uh, soft seeding, common area seeding, multi-purpose seeding. Then we get into a little bit of healthcare as well and hospitality. We're kind of all over the place. <laughs> Awesome. Very cool. I did not know. I've uh, known you for a little while. I did not know Borgo stood for Village. It's very, very cool. Um, so tell me about the team there at Borgo. You know, how many, how many people do you have on the team and um, what does that look like? So we're, I uh, see we're considered we're a small company. So we're only about 20 people. And what's great about that though, is uh, we are able to be super flexible. So one of the key things I always tell people uh, about Borgo is whenever you're talking to anyone here, you're literally either talking to a decision maker or you're a person away from a decision maker. So this way, when you get into kind of like more like custom custom orders or like onesies or twosies, we're easily able to do them. And it's not like uh, moving an entire like huge machine around just to make it you know, like a sofa an inch bigger or smaller, whatever it is. Um, a lot of a lot of what we do is like heavily influenced by I would say Italian design. As like I spoke to you earlier, like my dad is from Italy. He's actually still an Italian citizen, so there's a lot of connections there. So we do try to be a, we're trying to move to a more design focused company, and we're 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 getting there slowly, but it's 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 a process for sure. Yeah, yeah. And what's your role within the company? So. Uh, what what my role is now versus what I want my role to be. Uh, <laughs> so I'm a little bit like as a family-owned business, right? You do a little bit of everything and anything. Uh, so like mm-hmm. I'll be in the day-to-day stuff, like anywhere from production to, you know, uh, just helping people with like explaining purchase orders. My background is actually, I went to school for industrial design. So my background is like product design and furniture design. And oh. hopefully we're starting to get there where I'm starting to get a little bit more into that role as we slowly move pieces in here where people are able to, kind of uh, move the company forward. But honestly, you can you'd see me everywhere and anywhere. <laughs> so mm-hmm. just never try to reach me on my desk phone because I'm never at my desk. <laughs> <laughs> Too funny. Awesome. That's good. Well, yeah, we've, I personally, um, I've worked with you for quite a while, um, you know, on the manufacturer team. You're yeah. one of our, our main contacts that we work with, with the binder and making sure everything's, you know, tip top shape. Um, and gosh, I think we, uh, we met, at, I believe it was one of my first trade shows at Healthcare Design back in 2014 in San Diego, I believe is the first time we met, um, which feels like just yesterday. 
Um, but yeah, and, and Borgo's even been a part, you've been a, a partner of My Resource Library even before I started with My Resource Library, which was in 2014. So um, we, we just want to thank you for being such a valued customer of MRL. You've been uh, a great supporter. I think no, we're actually like, I'm excited that we are a part of it because every time like you, when you guys uh, introduced Delve and even these podcasts, I saw this and like, oh, like, you guys are on the ball. You're always like innovating and doing cool things. So I'm just, a, I'm glad that we were got on first because like we were any later man i think you'd have any time for us just a really popular guy right? <laughs> everyone's just as special as everyone else <laughs> no not a problem um so what's next for borgo do you have anything new and exciting coming up um so i guess so recently we started to based on like this was happening in the industry here in toronto we've been uh kind of forced to do a lot of stuff internally a lot of our suppliers and vendors are slowly disappearing so as years go by we keep introducing new uh machinery and tools and automation into our company uh so right now it's been about a year now where we started making all our wood frames for our soft seat in-house so this allows us to be really really flexible when it comes to that so you'll start to notice going forward we'll be pushing a lot more soft seating products um i know for a while now we've had out the Privy, which is like a privacy pod that um, it's like a private place in public space, which is kind of perfect for right now. And so that's kind of was like our swimming door when it came to those kind of like uh, privacy lounge pieces. So you'll start seeing us come up with more and more of that stuff and just the options and variations and customization that we could do with that just because now we have complete and total control over that part of our business. So it's, you'll see a lot more going forward with, with products like that for sure. That's great. Great. Awesome. Looking forward to seeing what you have. Um, so I've heard from Jeff several times and I've heard just yeah. a conversation from you that um, Borgo actually owns a vineyard outside of Niagara Falls. How, how does that yeah. happen? <laughs> how did that come yeah, no. about? And yeah, tell me about that. Yeah, so so again, this is like when I, my dad's eventually, I mean, I'd like, he, when you, when you speak to him, he's definitely, he's an entrepreneur, like, any sort of like opportunity he can see, he definitely wants to take advantage of it. And once again, like I mean, who doesn't like wine, right? So like right. years ago, uh, so the wine, so the winery, it's, it's in, uh, it's in the Negra escarpment. Um, and it's called Vieni. So Vieni again, similar to like Borgo means village. Vieni means come together. So again, mm -hmm. everything's always about just bringing people together. Um, and so like years ago, they want him and whatever his partners in the winery who also was a furniture manufacturer but on the residential end of things uh they bought this piece of land just that had grapes on it and at the time they were just selling grapes to other vineyards and then things kind of changed and they started making their own their own wine and it's on they're like they, they're similar like i feel like the business plan for vienna is very similar to borgo where it's you just, they do a little bit of everything you got your reds your whites your sparkling your ice wine your sparkling ice wine they started getting to distill, so they do brandies and grappas. And then now, because of uh, COVID-19, they started taking the grappa, which is essentially like a Italian version of vodka or tequila, and they started uh, making hand sanitizer with it. So now, like, oh, our wow. whole office smells like alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> you come in here and you think of it as a distillery. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. I don't know if that's a bad thing. <laughs> yeah. So uh, of, of all the wine that you guys have, which one's your favorite? No, it's funny. I honestly, 
only because it's like, uh, Seth, you know, because you introduced me to the untapped app, that beer app where you just, yeah. so, but unfortunately because of, because of what's going on, I don't get to go out as much and try like craft beers and all that stuff. So I've been drinking more wine. If you asked me this like four months ago, I would be like, I don't, I don't care. But now, yeah. uh, it's, it's mainly just, uh, they have, um, it's called uh, Nouveau and it's just, it's a, it's a French red wine and it's a wine that they, uh, they, you, har- I guess you wouldn't harvest it, sorry, I'm not, I'm not a part of the wine industry, so I don't know all the terms, but they, it's a, it's considered a young wine, so it doesn't go through the full fermentation period as typical red wines do, so it's red wine that you actually would drink cold like you would most white wines, and it's just especially like, it's been, yesterday here was 95 Fahrenheit, so it's been hot, and like, just like, I know we're in Toronto here, eh? You figure there's yeah, no further north than it, it me. Was, it, yeah, <laughs> it's hot and it's humid here right now. So like, just like refreshing, like red wines or white wines, or mm-hmm. what it's all about right now for me. Awesome, awesome. Yeah, I had a had a little bit of wine this weekend too in this hot weather, and uh, <laughs> wasn't a good choice. <laughs> but uh, it sounds like what you have is is delicious. I. Yeah. Uh, hope that uh, one of these days we can make it out to the uh, Toronto area and maybe try some. <laughs> yeah, no, what I really want, I want to do a wine and a wine and uh, chair pairing where you can take like a red wine or a white wine Aww. and pair with one of our chairs and just like how you talk about like how, you know, like the wine's robust or bold, this chair is bold. Like it just, I mean, it's like, I get it's always on floating around in my head, but you always get caught so much in the day-to-day stuff. You never get to kind of put some of these really like interesting ideas out there. That's funny. Yeah, that's, that'd be cool. Very cool. Uh, well, I'm going to throw a curveball here and ask an, a, a more personal question here. Um, so what's your favorite movie? My favorite, you know, it's funny. So uh, every time I see Jeff, Jeff's always just called me Teen Wolf. And you'll notice now I'm completely shaved because you can't, you can't be, you can't wear a mask if you're, if you have facial hair, a beard. Yeah. And I wanted to this weekend, my goal was to watch Teen Wolf. Because that's what Jeff always called me, so I had some idea of what's going on, but I did not. But um, my favorite movie, literally, would be because uh, it's Finding Nemo. It's the only movie I've watched Aww. in theaters twice, and I know it's it just takes our movies and just the animation. It's the whole like brand behind that company, man. I just it's it's something I definitely admire. So definitely, I would say it's honestly Finding Nemo. That's awesome. Yeah, <laughs> as child- Pixar. Is- as childish as that sounds. <laughs> no, it doesn't. Pixar, I'm telling you what, Pixar movies, they, they get a full range of emotion from me. So it's, I don't, there's not many, you know, other movies yeah, out there that can do that. <laughs> you cried during Up, didn't you? The first part oh, was just sad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who didn't? <laughs> it's horrible. If you didn't cry during Up, you oh, had no soul, right? <laughs> exactly, exactly. Oh, it's too funny. So, um, so you had mentioned here that uh, with uh, with your winery you were creating um, yeah. hand sanitizer, which is great. Um, I also heard that you guys were just internally there making face masks. Um, you know, with, for for anyone else, any anything you want to talk about that? Yeah. So over during during the break, we've been trying to like. There's so I know a lot now about PPEs that I never knew before. Mm-hmm. Um, so we did. We started. We did make some face masks. I mean, they're not. Uh, they're good just for like walk, like walking around kind of person, but they're definitely not medical grade whatsoever. And and so we have we we have been making masks from just have like uh, like reclaimed fabric or scrap fabric. They still all new stuff, uh, but we also at the same time too have been sourcing out uh, like three ply masks, which are just those like blue surgical masks or the KM95s as well. 
And uh, we're starting to, we've been trying to do again to gouge obviously we're upholstery, right? So, I mean, there's been times where we were making barbecue covers. So, I mean, making a gouge <laughs> should be simple enough for us. Um, so we're kind of in the process of trying to work out that. The only issue is with trying to find uh, suppliers to get the, the material in to make the gowns. It's just, it's all the supply chains are really kind of just, there's nothing, there's nothing left in a lot of them. So it's kind of hard to, to do what you want to do, but. I mean, we're, we're, we're trying to keep busy. We're trying to help out the best we can. That's awesome. Yeah, it's it's really inspiring to see, you know, so many people stepping up and helping out in this this yes. situation here. So really cool to hear that. Very cool. Well, in a way, like my resource library, like just being able to get everyone's binders digitally, like this is perfect. If we didn't have my resource library at this point, what would people be doing? The amount of like brochures and stuff you have to be sending out or email PDF, like this is like, this is this was like a pre-COVID nineteen plan. <laughs> <laughs> we've been ready. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. We've we've been finding just during this time that um you know it, we've just been really busy just with you know so much coming in and everybody realizing you know it is great to have everything in one spot one one good resource for everything so it's um it's been busy but but yeah it's it's great to hear you know what everyone else is doing during this time and very like I said very inspiring. Great. Well, if you had anything else to share about Borgo, anything that, um, you know, anything, like I said, anything exciting, um, anything else you want to share? Um, I don't, like, it's been, um, I'll tell you, I don't know. I really don't have anything else. Outside of the fact that I know I haven't sent you guys anything for that uh, Neocon at your couch scenario, and I know, and whoever, if, if you do put this in the podcast and someone does share who works here, they're like, what, Lucas, what have you been doing this whole time? <laughs> but it's just it's it's been like you would figure during the COVID nineteen you would have more time to do stuff, but I feel like there's less time Same. because now you're just trying to find solutions that you never had to look for before, right? So yeah. you kind of have to shift your whole business and the way you did things. Um, but no, I'm I'm glad I think things are starting to come back to normal, and uh, hopefully people will be able to travel again because I'm very curious what's going to happen going forward with trade shows and stuff like that because that was like literally yeah. our main our biggest marketing expense typically was trade shows. Yeah. Um, because that's, we, we didn't have showrooms across you know, Canada and the U.S., so that was the way we were able to bring our product to people. So hopefully yeah. something, hopefully they find a solution for all this really soon. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I'm really curious to see how that's going to work. But yeah, like you said, the Chicago from your couch, it's, um, you know, it is so many, so much time and effort and money is put into yeah. the, the, the show in Chicago. And um, it's, this is just, you know, it's a, a free or at least a uh, very affordable compared to, you know, certain prices. Oh, 100%. Out there. Great way to, to get your product out. So it's yeah. going through December. So it's, it's not too late. Which is awesome. We did a, we did a virtual conference last week where, cause we we're supposed to, we we're part of uh, HCUI, which is Association of College Student Unions, something to that effect. And they were supposed to go to that trade show, but then they had to postpone it obviously, but they decided to go ahead with this virtual conference. So they gave you like, um a virtual booth and there was like the uh people were able to do courses and to use maybe a keynote speaker i was honestly it was a very very cool idea and i it went a lot better than i thought it would be and i could totally see stuff like that going forward because it just makes things i mean it, it it makes it easier for people to attend but it's also as an as a per, as an exhibitor it was kind of it was weird because you just sat there and you're on a webcam like we are now 
and you would just constantly keep presenting and you would just hope that someone would like chime in. So I guess that's what it's like being on like TV or on the radio where yeah. you're just talking and you constantly just keep repeating yourself over and over again. It's like, but for those of us joining us here, we're just presenting <laughs> boredom. This is what we do. But it was cool. It's something I could definitely get used to though. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Well, good. Well, great. I, I really appreciate your time, Lucas. Um, anything else you want to add before we wrap up? Uh, no, honestly, I don't think so. I didn't come, I didn't come as prepared as you did. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're, you're fine. I'm, I'm winging this one too, but, um, but no, I, I really appreciate your time. It's, um, it was great talking to you, learning a little bit more. I mean, we've known each other for a few years now and it's, um, you know, always learning something new. So, um, yeah, and we always appreciate your support. Like we said, you've been with us since, uh, since the beginning. So, um, you're always, always appreciated. So thanks for your time, Lucas. Awesome. Thank you, guys. Really appreciate it. Thanks for listening to MRL Speaks. If you aren't already using my resource library for all your specifying needs, be sure to get your free account at myresourcelibrary.com today.